Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. What are you doing now, Pinsky? Hey! You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Everybody, welcome to Movie Sucktastic. That's right, we're uh, still alive. That's right. Well, it's only been a couple of weeks. I mean, come on, let's not well, get crazy. It's been a while. It's been a while since we missed two weeks in a row. So, yeah, well, it has been a long time. But uh, you know what? We're fucking busy. Oh yeah, but uh, nothing. But who, no one cares about that. All they care about is, is bad movies. That's right, and we're gonna bring them to you. Right now, uh, uh, now today, we'll, of course, we'll be doing our much delayed review of uh, one of my favorite childhood films, the 1980 Robbie Benson sleeper, Die Laughing. Just uh, take note that Scott said one of his favorite. Yes, <laughs> I grew up. I grew up. They should show this on cable like every other day for a good year, and I, I watched every time. I love this film, and I to the life. I I, I, I can't tell you 100 percent why. I can't, but, I can't, I can't agree. <laughs> I just can't agree <laughs> with it. Uh, this is a, a classic example of what we do on the show. If we were have, holding a bad movie day where we we're going to show movies outside and have people over and, you know, the whole nine, this is the exact 
uh, type of film we would uh, we would put out. This film qualifies on every level. Mm-hmm. Scott would enjoy it too much, but everyone else would just be, you know, flabbergasted and agony. <laughs> oh yes, but well, I know that for a fact because because I made Holly watch this with me. Just oh for for the review. Just yeah, just a, I didn't because I have the movie memorized, but just to refresh myself. You bastard. Uh, yeah, and. <laughs> I, I I don't think I could ever subject anyone to this unless we were unless we were having people over for a bad movie day. Then, you know, all bets are off. You're coming, you're watching. But uh, I don't think I could otherwise. And I had I had to have heard I had to have heard at least every fifteen minutes. What's he doing? <laughs> he's trying to act. <laughs> that's what he's that's what he's doing. He's trying what? to act. What's he doing? Uh, one, <laughs> one, one thing I, I, I know. Is cops don't like me? What? what? He grew up on the streets, man. He grew he up grew on the streets. <laughs> Robbie Benson. Cops don't like Robbie Benson. <laughs> Robbie Benson lived a hard life on the streets. Oh and cops, God! And cops were always hassling him. It's always, always bothering him. And you know the movie now, opens. No, um, hold on, hold on. Now, okay. I want to. I, I, before we start getting into die laughing, though, I want to backtrack a bit. Because it's been a couple weeks, we there's been a lot of stuff we watched, and I just want to lead up with just talking about a few things I've seen. Okay. And if, if you have anything to add in, because one thing I want to mention is I got around, and you did too. I got around uh, to seeing the Evil Dead remake. Yes, yes. Finally, and I'm impressed. It, I I I have to admit, I I really enjoyed the film. Uh, I think you 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 said it best. The original is a low-budget horror film. Uh, you know, it's in its own right. It's a, it's a great horror film. I mean, it's a low budget, but mm-hmm. um, for what they were able to accomplish back then, yeah, it, it, you know, it, it's it's very good. What they were able to do with this is they were actually able to put a decent budget, not huge by any means, but I think it was in the twenty million dollar range, which is actually high, considering. What they do sure. these days. You get a hard film, they release it for two, three million dollars, five million, and then it goes on and it makes a ton of money. It's not guerrilla filmmaking, which is what Evil Dead was. It was like literally no budget. Right. So and, uh, and it, it's no, it's th- always it, uh, it's always I, I just I always like remakes where they take something in the past where it's like, okay, they had no money, they tried to do something uh, whether or not they succeeded was something, and the fact that like Raimi and Campbell were all behind this and all all for it, the whole idea was yeah don't 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 like just do an homage or anything, do the film, yeah, and they did. I mean there there are little subtle homages, but there, yep. there, none of them are campy or over the top, and some of them are, are kind of subtle where if you're not really familiar with the first film, you might miss them. Yeah, no, you're right, and. Um... They were able to accomplish, uh, and here's a, here's an example of people that don't know the first film. Uh, <laughs> people, I because you know I always go on forums after I watch a film. I'll go on forums. I think you do the same thing, and you kind of read around of what other people are thinking. And there are a lot of people giving it uh, some flack and some negative reviews because they said it was a ripoff of the film Cabin in the Woods, or it was trying to just you know uh, garner attention. From that, and I'm just well, you know, this this is the original Cabin in the Woods horror film, or one of back way back when, and that's not it at all. 
This is not trying yeah. to uh, harp on because Cabin in the Woods was not successful by any means compared to this at all. Well, really, and I, I loved Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods is a great movie, uh, but this film was probably, I would say, just worldwide, probably about fifty, sixty million dollars more successful. I think Cabin in the Woods did something like. Mm-hmm. 25 or 30 million domestically and it did kind of a little bit more than that foreign but this film made like a hundred million dollars worldwide you know 60 million almost uh here in america or north america alone um had a 25 million dollar opening weekend which for a horror film is excellent and it got a lot of attention because it was it was good and anyone that hadn't seen the original went yeah. into this just looking at it as oh here's another horror film i'm going to see and, and they liked it too very brutal. brutal oh i mean I, when a film like this makes me flinch yeah <laughs> yeah like, oh yeah no uh, uh, I, my, my yeah. wife had had a bit uh, she said she slept like shit the night we watched it <laughs> and i'm just like man you haven't seen enough horror films you haven't seen enough yet <laughs> this couldn't you couldn't sleep from this come on you know, but uh, yeah, the the one scene where she uh, she's got the box cutter, and it's in the trailer too, so I'm not giving anything away. Oh. Uh, it's in the re- it's in the red band trailer. Yeah, where she's got the box cutter and she just move slowly moving her tongue, splitting it down the middle. She licks like, it. She licks it. But people yeah. pay pay money to have that done. <laughs> well, but yeah, but not that way. They, there's there's no there's no sedatives no. and anesthetic involved. Not just here's a rusty razor blade. Go at it. If you're a pussy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there was that. Uh, I mean, I've actually been able to catch a, a couple of films over the past couple of weeks. Uh, the, uh, the other big one was Street Trash just came out on Blu-ray. Yeah. And that's a sentence I never thought I would say in my entire life. <laughs> Street only, Trash not, just came out on Blu-ray. We said the same thing when it came out on DVD. Yeah, true. Yeah. You know, so the well, fact that, that, that it, special it is... Edition, that special yeah. edition that came out by that 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 crew, that company. Um, are they are they behind the was, the was it Anchor as well? Bay? Was it no, no? It was those. It was the guys that did the uh, special edition of uh, Frankenhooker, wasn't it? The ones oh. that released Rock and Roll. Oh, that was. Um, I know who that is. That's uh, your Rock and Roll guys. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh fuck. Ha ha. Off the top of my head, I can't remember it for some reason. Well, then we'll move on. Yeah, but we'll move uh, on. so, so Street Trash. Uh, for anybody who's never seen it, the basic plot of Street Trash is um, there's a uh, a liquor store owner finds a box of Tenafly Viper. He sells it yeah. for a dollar a bottle. Homeless people buy it. They drink. They melt. Now that's the main plot. And in there, you've got runaways, uh, rape mafia bosses. And um, and a Vietnam veteran with a dagger carved from a human femur bone. That's right. And it's it's one of the grittiest, most disgusting films you'll ever see. And my God, on Blu-ray, it is one of the most beautiful films ever. It looks fantastic. It's Who would have thought? Beautiful. No, no, no. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. Unearthed <laughs> films. Unearthed films. There you go. <clears throat> Did they do this one, the Blu-ray? Uh, you know what? No, they didn't. It was done by, um, I have that. I'll tell you who it was. I don't have it in front of me or the actual disc. It's, 
It, I mean, the fi- now in the film, in order to get to get past censors as far as getting ratings and everything, uh, the majority when the homeless people melt, it's not red; it's multicolored. It's like day glow color. Yeah, and sometimes it's it, yellow. And this film is for for a film that that centers around a junkyard and filthy bums. It is beautiful. It's it just, <laughs> and <laughs> like in this film, like the first 10, 15 minutes, most of it. It's like they got a, a dolly and a jib arm, and mm. they were just going to use it as much as possible. There's parts of this film where no, the camera does not stop moving. It's just tr- pan shots and zoom shots and tracking shots for no real reason. Yeah. <laughs> Me talking, and all of a sudden, it's just weird. Uh, the only time the camera stops you know, stops moving is to show something disgusting. Then it starts moving and zooming again. But in the beginning, <clears> when it's, it's, it's panning across these decrepit graffiti-stained buildings in this derelict, bum-ridden part of uh, what, the Bronx, I assume? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely New York. It's yeah. some part of New York. I, I'm thinking the Bronx just because of some of the accents. Well, and, and here's and, the thing, too. Uh, the te- Tenafly Viper. I have a theory, yeah. and obviously it's I can't prove it, but I think it was named after uh, the, the town Tenafly, for, in New- Tenafly, New Jersey, because it's oh. a New York film. I just, that to me, that's my gut feeling, because Tenafly is Bergen County, it's very close to New York City, you know, um, I just, that's just my, my best guess, is that that's the reason why it's called Tenafly Viper, because somebody is from Jersey, or New Jersey, or, you know, New, or, you know, is from Tenafly. I, I can't argue with that, I, that makes perfect sense, I hadn't even uh, thought of it. Synapse, Synapse Films is the company that released, uh, um street trash they did a beautiful job because this film was obviously shot on uh you know just regular just back in the 80s if if it was i'm not sure it was probably 35 i don't know if it was 16 but definitely was not ever considered i don't think when even when they filmed it they ever thought it would look this good no i know it's incredible Uh, i mean and when the when the the one homeless guy is melting into the toilet it's just beautiful which is a really nice uh, poster that they use for the Blu-ray itself. Oh, really? Oh, they they have that that drawing. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, that artistic yeah. rendering. Yeah, that's that's all the way back from the DVD, the video release. Actually, that was on the cover of the video release. Now, Synapse, uh, they. I believe. I believe. I believe you're right. Synapse has released a bunch of different Blu-ray rips. Uh, which another one that I also have, which is the Exterminator with uh, Robert Ginty. Oh, yeah! They did The Exterminator. They did Maniac Cop Blu-ray. They did Vampire Circus. The, um, all right, the only problem the only problem I have with... Um, they did the Frankenhooker. Yeah, I, I got that Frankenhooker. Uh, Unearthed Films did the DVD of Frankenhooker. These guys did I the have. Blu-ray. There's a Blu-ray of it now? Yes. I can't keep up. Um, yeah. The only problem I have with The Exterminator is that they didn't just call it Vigilante with a Flamethrower. <laughs> they would, I, they would have doubled. The, you know, if you're going to a movie theater and you don't, you're going in blind. The exterminator. Well, you know, it doesn't sound too threatening. Right. Vigilante. It's like a hobo with a shotgun. Vigilante with a flamethrower. I'm in. <laughs> I want. Let's watch some people melt. Now it's companies and, like this that are really they're they're bringing our childhood back. They really are. You know, companies like Synapse it, Films, Shout Factory. Out. You know, it's. it's it's a childhood that maybe they shouldn't be bringing back, though. 
That's true. I don't that know. Is, that's I don't very know if, true. I don't know if street trash is the kind of childhood memories I should be embracing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but it is part of our childhood. What are you gonna do? It oh, happens. Frank and Hooker. Think... Oh, the all the good old days of Frank and Hooker. What? <laughs> now, um, Shout Factory uh, coming soon, like in the next three weeks or so. They're releasing mm-hmm. an HD or Blu-ray, uh, the Blu-ray of Swamp Thing, which has been long waited for. So, you know, that's finally going to come out. Now, are they but, bothering trying to get additional footage for some of these films? Because I'll tell you one thing: watching um, uh, Street know. Trash, I still have this weird feeling in Street Trash that there's deleted scenes. Yeah, that there's missing no, I, footage. And you know what? I I have the the, the special edition DVD that I haven't even watched because I'm yeah. a horrible person. For all I know, they're on the DVD. So I, I'm just gonna stop talking about that until I watch the DVD. You probably should. <laughs> I probably should. The, the one film uh, that I'm looking forward to uh, from from Shout Factory um, is uh, Prince of Darkness. That's finally coming out on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. So, and that's a collector's edition. Cohen and Tate, an old film that I remember from my childhood that you had. You mentioned that. I, I don't think you've... Did you say you haven't seen it? Never seen that. As definitely, far as I know. Yeah. definitely, you know, get around to watching that. Very, is very good. It's uh, underrated. Very underrated. Mm-hmm. What what else are they coming out with? Now that Swamp Thing... Oh, you know what? There is one, uh, one slight stain that they have on their on their record, and is Uh-oh. it's the Life Force Blu-ray. Oh, what now, happened with I, that? Well, because they're not releasing the director's cut, the 116-minute director's cut. They only released the 101-minute theatrical cut. Now, I would have thought they would have done some sort of two-disc special edition and have had both, or released both separately. Now, maybe there's some copyright issues, because my copy of Life Force is the German uh, release that is the director's cut. It's the full 116-minute director's cut, um, and it's in full HD and everything. So I know the cut exists but they chose to do the theatrical for some reason. So that's that's the only that. I would love to ask them that. Like why didn't you do the 116 minute directors? Or do <clears> both. <throat> you know, do both. Somebody already went through the trouble of 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 taking the 116 minute directors cut and making making it, it in HD. And there's an there's a German and an English track, so that's done too. <clears throat> right. They probably could have up converted because it's just the Dolby surround for the English track, they probably could have converted that to five point one or seven point one. They have the tools Possible. for that. So that's the only thing. Maybe, maybe I'll write them a letter and just ask them why they they didn't do that. Now, as far <coughs> excuse me, as far as Swamp Thing goes, um, the special edition stuff on it. You know what? It doesn't really list any. It doesn't mean it doesn't have anything. They don't list it. I that movie's been floating around for so long and had so many. I don't know. I don't know. What else could there possibly be to that? And it's not True. a great movie. It's not a great movie. No, and, uh, no. But it is no. another film from our childhood. Yeah, and it, a disturbing one too. Yeah, my one of my favorite all-time scenes uh, is when he gets his arm cut off, and he's growing a new one in the cell, 
and he's just holding it to the sunlight, and it's just that little, little twig, arm. little twig. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> no, no. The one that always sticks with me is when he grabs the guy with the red bandana by the head and crushes oh, his head, crushes his skull. And then, and then when the camera pulls away, the body's twitching. I was a little too young to see that. I'm now gonna, I'm gonna weigh in on that. That actor, he just passed away not that long ago. He wasn't. He was in his mid to late fifties, early sixties, and he passed away. He was also in uh, Last House on the Left, the original. Yes, he was. Yeah, he he was he the was, one that. Uh, what was he chanting to the one guy? Um, kill yourself or kill yourself. I'm, kill yourself. I'm, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, as far as a special edition street trash, see they don't list anything on this either. Like what? What? What are the extra stuff that it has? Dude, right. dude, it is so beautiful. I would. I. That's all I care about. I'm just happy it happened. I, I, I'm just surprised it happened. Who? Who the hell? The only thing that would be that would shock me even more is if Die Laughing was released on Blu-ray. <laughs> would it? Now, now, I didn't take notes when I, when I rewatched this, because, again, I watched this religiously as a kid, and unlike movies bother. like Megaforce, I've always remembered this film. I didn't bother. Um, and I, I want to forget this movie. <laughs> the basic story is uh, Robbie Benson is a, uh, a kid that grew up on the streets. You know, hard knocks life is on the streets, and <sighs> he, he's currently a cab driver and p runs a band called Rush Out. Which is a stupid fucking name. Now, <laughs> now the, the, if there wasn't a band already called Rush, maybe it wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> like Rush now, hour. The, the the main plot of the movie is that this uh, scientist is killed by uh, a, a gang of misfits run by Bud Court. Yeah, <laughs> as a rich computer kid. And they're trying to steal a monkey that Robbie Benson comes across uh, during a taxi trip. And this monkey apparently has memorized uh, nuclear missile codes. Correct. Yeah, formula. He, uh, the monkey formula. memorizes a formula. Um, to, to, and the formula is to take trash and they can turn it into plutonium to make uh, right. so a nuclear bomb. Right. So what happens is... The Russians want the monkey. Bud Court <laughs> wants the monkey. And let me tell you one thing: when you're when you're creating, when you're making a film and you decide on a, a villain, Bud Court, yeah, you, you, you know you're already battling the odds. The Russians and want the monkey. Bud the FBI wants, wants the, the monkey. monkey. The FBI wants the monkey, and Robbie Benson wants to win the music contest <laughs> with his uh, his tomboy girlfriend. Well, not his girlfriend, who, who, his girlfriend's who, sister. It's his girlfriend's who, younger sister. Who becomes who his he, girlfriend? Who, who they try to make look? Who who they try to make look sexy the entire film? Well, she's sexy in a tomboy sort of way. I mean, not, you know, no, she's no, no, that she's that haircut bad. ain't. No, she's not ugly. It's just that haircut just ain't doing it for me. Robbie Benson should be happy he got her. But did you see the girl that left him? I. He should be happy he had her for any period of time. <laughs> And I don't think God. he should have been shocked that he she left him and, for somebody. Funny. And, and what's with Robbie Benson? Well, he's just trying to method act. I firmly believe that. After I saw that Star Wars audition tape that you posted, <laughs> is that I, great? I, I'm just like he's. This is what he's trying to do. Like when he brings in a pizza and he starts eating and he's talking with his mouth full, he's trying yeah. to get away with doing that. 
Mm-hmm. That's what he's well, trying yeah. to do, and it ain't well, it ain't working for me. <laughs> I'm Can sorry. you imagine the Star Wars trilogy if Robbie Benson had been Luke Skywalker? No. Doing, doing, doing. It's like, wait, what? What the fuck is this doing, doing shit? Shut up. I, Read I the love lines. The doing, doing, doing. Lucas might have fucking doing, be- doing, doing. Fucking doing, doing. Stop it. It's rated so, four point four on IMDb. That's way too high. I know you're gonna you're gonna fight me on it, but that's okay. Yes, I am. I definitely am. Now, uh, so there's a lot of comic chasing. Basically, what's happening is all these people are trying to get a hold of Robbie Benson or the monkey. And he's trying to uh, clear his name because he's wanted for murder because they think he murdered the, the they think he murdered the doctor that had the monkey, but at the same time, while he's being pursued by the government and lunatics and uh, Russians, he's also dead set on winning this musical contest because yeah. the the, which, pro- the people who win get a uh, get a music contract, which I don't think they've ever had a contest like that ever. Even like Star Search, you don't get a contract at the end. I'm well, pretty you, sure. do, you do with American Idol. With American Idol, well, what's a contract? What is it, a you get a deal? one million. You get one million dollars in a record deal. Yeah, whatever. That back then, your theory back out of the then, Back then, yeah. I mean, Star probably, Search was actually, as close back, as you could get. Back then, it was probably cheaper too. Just, you Definitely. Just put a record out, whatever. Anyway, so he's trying to win this uh, contest, and so we we we. You know, he gets in disguises and goes to different uh, music. And so we get to listen to Robbie Benson sing uh, every half hour throughout the film. And let me tell you something. That, to me, is the most annoying part of this fucking movie. Because I can't stand his James Taylor, Arlo Guthrie, fucking folk-singing bullshit music. I just, I can't fucking do it, man. Talking about Mr. Weinstein's barbershop. Fuck. Weinstein's but I got a collection of little boys ears you know what fuck yourself and this music that you're writing and singing and just you're just not a fan of folk music are you you think I'm guessing (laughs) and let me tell you you at the end of the film the 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 band that's performing the punk band that's performing uh uh-huh ten times better than anything he sang through the whole movie let's take that a bit further Every band they're up against is better than his band. Yeah, but they keep advancing. <laughs> now, and this this gave me the brilliant idea. Uh huh. What we need to do is get a, a record compilation anthology, if you will. Okay. Of music of all the bands from films that were in contests against the lead band and lost. <laughs> okay. They're out there. Every I'm other sure film are. in like the eighties, there was like there was like uh, band contests, or or they were you know, oh, we're gonna play against these guys. Every band that was played against the the leads from that film that lost when they were better, their own album. <laughs> well, they didn't announce a winner at the end of this film. It's, it's, cut... It was him, you know, his him. Nah, they didn't announce. You know why I think they they didn't announce it because they just know that his singing was shit. Seriously, well, that's, that's the happy ending is him and the fucking monkey and his boy, his his boyfriend girlfriend okay. thing, you know. And, and that's that's something else I want to point out. I can name at least three films that have ripped off this movie. Three other movies that have ripped this off. Right, and I'm going to start with the fact that we follow this band, this con- band contest, but okay. we never actually see the, the the big finale as far as who wins. What film does that remind you of? Where there's a contest we never see at the end. 
There's a contest we never see. All right. Um, Big Lebowski. Oh, yeah, the, the whole bowling tournament. The whole bowling thing tournament, you never see the tournament. You never find out who won nothing. It's a, and that's the whole build-up through the film. So, did did they rip this off? I think so. Another uh, no. point. <laughs> Another Cohen Cohen Brothers wouldn't rip anyone off. Yeah, they, they yeah they do. They half their films are remakes. What are you talking about? They're not ripping anyone off. Re, remaking what, isn't ripping anyone off. Ripping, ripping somebody off would be would be stealing an idea, uh, you know, without permission. Remake is ripping someone off with permission. It's still ripping someone <laughs> off. Now, also. Robbie uh-huh. Benson in the film is involved. He's being chased by the government. Why? Because he has access to something that would can create nuclear weapons. Are you thinking right? of war games? Three years later, war games comes out. <laughs> I'll go one further. When he gets right. when he's captured by Bud Court at near the end at Bud Court's uh, mansion, who comes and saves him? Oh, Charles His Dern. Foster- Charles Durning in another fucking wonderful role. <laughs> this could have been um, the tie into Solar Babies. Uh, definitely could have. Definitely what was my what was my tie in? Was Charles Durning my tie into Solar Babies? No. I don't remember. No. It w- oh, it was uh, music. Right. Yeah. So, so Charles Durning, who's his foster father, who shows up with a fleet of taxis to save the day. DC cab, anybody? Nineteen eighty-three. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> I'm sure there's more. I just haven't dug deep enough. Well, I think everyone die, was ripping think, each other off in the 80s. But Die Laughing, I think, was literally like the, the, the branching point for like a dozen other films that came out in the 80s that were that all ripped it off. <laughs> That's right. Maybe, this movie I, is maybe, genius. Genius! Oh, no, stop. <laughs> stop. It's not genius. Doing, 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 doing. <sighs> You you know what it would be what would have been genius when he's uh, when he's at the 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 second part of the, the 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 tournament for his band he's in the closet and he's eating a fucking energy bar Snickers. whatever the fuck Snickers. you what whatever they energy bars in nineteen eighty it was a Snickers I wouldn't go that far but sure it was a Snickers anyway he's in there and they the next shot is they're outside and you got a cop with a bullhorn. It's like, Pinsky, come out. Come out with your hands up. And he, and Robbie Benson's like, oh, shit, what the fuck? And then the next shot is a band playing music that would be so loud. How the fuck could he hear anybody <laughs> in that room as if they were right outside the door? He was off you, to the side. The fuck that. The no, 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 no. And that was the Stop. band with the gold guys in the short shorts jumping around, right? Yes. They were awesome. Yeah, they were. They were awesome. They had like this, the really weird, like Flash Gordon shoulders, uh, shoulder. Uh, 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 you know what the fuck I'm talking about? The shoulder pads. Sh- thank you, shoulder pads. And they're like doing backflips and shit while they're singing. Yeah. They were awesome. Because when he actually comes out with his hands up, he comes out the back, which I can't even believe that they wouldn't even secure the back. But okay, fine. I'm not going to nitpick that much. But well, he comes out the, the back. Building. And they're all the way on the other side. They don't hear a door open yet. When he said, when he, the guy's screaming into the bullhorn, it's like he's right in front of the door that he's behind. Just stop. Well, it's well, like little well, things like that throughout the whole on, film. 
Okay, now I'm going to nitpick you now because you're complaining about him hearing them over the band. I'll give you that. You're complaining that the cops didn't hear his door open when he's like a block away. Yeah, that, because just, he could hear the bullhorn like, yeah. like it was like it was right next door. Because it's a bullhorn. They're loud. Doors no, opening aren't loud. as loud. They're, they're not that fucking loud. Dude, you can't hear a door open a block away. Don't start. <laughs> I'll give that's you the what music I'm, thing. That's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm saying. You, they didn't hear the fucking door a block away, yet you could hear the bullhorn. Those bullhorns are louder than doors, is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, that's... Now, there's a lot of dark humor in this film. Changing yeah, there the subject. Is. Yeah, surprisingly. And in 19, 1980, I was... Uh, well, it probably got in the, on the cable around 81, so I was eight when I was, was watching this. Yeah, I was, I was only four... <laughs> When this he's came got out, blood. no five, five. <laughs> he's covered in blood from when he like tried this, tried to give, like ch- check the guy that was shot. Uh, he kills, he kills uh, a couple of people. I love the house that he's on. He's he, he's in a, he's in a, like a condemned house that's on uh, stilts. Yeah, middle of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> you played my doing doing doing. I did. I did. Uh, I did play that. Did, do you, did you want to play the the music video I made for our uh, viewing audience? Sure. Did you, did you have that? Yes, I and, did. And, and for those listening, uh, since you can't watch the video, go to uh, well, go to our YouTube page, and you can see it there, or go to our Facebook page, or you can see it there. But for the meantime, just uh, listen and enjoy Robbie Benson singing uh, Mr. Weinstein's Barbershop, or fast forward three minutes. Or fast, <laughs> yeah. All right, let me. I didn't didn't know you were gonna want me to play it, but I have it. Oh, since we're having since it's our video podcast, I thought it'd be cool to play that. Yeah, why not? And I could point out how it just sounds like fucking everything else that came out in the time <laughs> period. Fucking please. Oh, this is the scene where he does doing 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 for the first time. But he does it with the guitar. He doesn't do it. Yeah, he doesn't doing doing yet. That's he doesn't guitar. realize that. I don't know. I'm Robbie Benson. Robbie Benson's the man. Like he was a big team beat guy. This is all the hard he was. He's looking for a place to dump that cold pizza. All right, here we go. The man of the street. He knows about all about that. Sure, he does. Here we go. Video tribute to Robbie Benson. You like music? A little musical settle, you know? Well, if you don't mind, I'm going to put on a little music, okay? Bass Road in Geneva is a long way. One, two, one, two, three. Mr. Weinstein ran the barbershop on the corner of Colonial and Pine. I went there for my very first haircut. I'm already done. <laughs> Look at you, man. You're like a you're like a little kid again. Mr. Weinstein put a leather covered box on the seat of the old barber chair. <laughs> Don't fucking shush me. And softly said, Don't be scared. You pinned a big white towel around my neck and went to work with 
Got a funky seal to it. You think? A little bit. Oh, mama, she cried when we got home. Fucking please! <laughs> I hope you eat a whole bag of talcum, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love the watermelon scene. Yeah. Right here in the strong, I got a collection My aunt used to tell me that. Really? Uh huh. She used to tell me that all the time. Stop moving your head so much. Fucking cut off your ear. I got a whole collection of them. There's a reason I left that in. Well, yeah. Well, that's the natural uh, progression in the film, too. It goes right to that because, shot. Because there's no soundtrack to this movie. I had to get the audio off the film. And every, you know, every song they play of his, they interrupt right. at some point. Yeah. <laughs> a godforsaken alien spot. Asked the men on the street where Mr. Weinstein was, he said. I do like the scene where he jumps on the horse and crushes his balls. You would. <laughs> it's because it's causing him pain. <laughs> it's in slow motion, too. Yeah. He's been going clippity snip. <laughs> you really like this movie, don't you? <laughs> I grew up with this. Uh. <laughs> See, that's a Snickers. Yeah. This this scene here, where they're all tied up, is almost sexy. That's all sexy. Almost. Got to bring the mood down a bit. You're doing Pinsky. Now, I gotta I bring think, up. I don't think people realize just how ridiculous this movie is. I think they do. They if they might. don't, they will. Yeah. Um, when it comes out on Blu-ray. Exactly. Now, the, the, now the, I, in during that. Uh, music video there, there's a scene where at the end where they go to the boat where the, the monkey's going to be taken by the Russians and uh -huh. it's one of those little things that you, you were complaining about the, the, the noise thing right? Yeah. Here's my little thing, they go to the boat all of a sudden he's in sailor garb yeah all of a sudden he's got like the, the black pea coat or whatever and he's got the, the black cap <laughs> so what do you get, where did he, where did he get between the between the newspaper box where he figured out where it was and the boat, where did he steal the, the sailor's outfit? And why did he go to the trouble of packing his girl in a crate when nobody <laughs> saw him riding the goddamn flat onto the boat in the first place? Yeah, there, there's no explanation for it whatsoever. I, this is one of those points where I'm I, I'm happy if there was a whole scene they had to cut out showing how he got the coat. <laughs> now, there's a couple of other stars in the film that people may not 
no, I mean, you got Robbie Benson, Charles Durning, Bud Court, but there's also Peter Coyote. He's the FBI agent. Peter Coyote. Now, you know? can I just say, just for anybody who's listening who doesn't know who Bud Court is, uh, Harold and Maude. I just going to get that out there. Yes. Yeah, okay. he's very, very wacky in that one. Who? Um, who it, it, the, the weird thing about Bud Court for me is that he, he had a career after Harold and Maude. He's, he's such still a but, working. Yeah, he's such a weird. He's such an eclectic, weird actor. Uh, now, the the in the movie, he's got a cast on. Right. And you can see his face marked up. He was actually in an accident before the film or during the uh, filming. I figured that much. I mean, yeah. usually when so they uh, went like, and this is a, it's an example. But it's a bad one. But uh, Shia LaBeouf in the last, not the last Transformers film, the third one. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Uh, he had a, a cast. Because he hurt, he got hurt uh, during the making of the film, so they wrote it into the movie. Right. So uh, they do that stuff all the time. They make it work. Sometimes, but, sometimes they just cover it up, like with Brad yeah. Pitt in uh, in um, Seven. That's true. He broke uh, his arm falling out the car. That's right. He did. Uh, Charles Fleischer. Charles Fleischer is in this film. Who, Which one is he? That's the. Uh, he's the guy with the, the his friend that works at the mask shop that gets him the rabbi costume. Oh, him! Yeah, he he did the voice for uh, Roger Rabbit. Roger right? Rabbit. Yep. Which yep. I just recently rewatched that too. It's on Netflix now. Streaming. Oh, yeah, we've been watching that. Uh, Danny asked for that once in a while. Because, really? Because you know, I'm am t- tired of watching cartoons. I- I'm just I'm tired of it. Just just don't show him Cool World. He's too young. <laughs> so I'm, I'm too s- young. I'm starting to, to, to try and show him more things. Um, that's a live-action film, but it has animation in it, so that works. And uh, every once in a while, he'll ask for it. You know, I, I've only never watches been a the huge. No, I'm go sorry. Ahead. No, I was going to say I've he never... only watches the. F- <laughs> he only watches the first twenty minutes, and then he goes to bed anyway. So. Well, you should. The first twenty minutes been... is all animation. That's all I'm getting at. I've never been a huge fan of the film, and there's a lot about it I don't like. But watching it again, there's still some really funny moments. Yeah, it's it's Zemeckis not at his best. I don't even mm-hmm. know when you could say Zemeckis was at his best. Maybe the now. Back do you remember all the trilogy? Do you remember all? Yeah, do you remember all the hype behind that when it came out? Oh yeah, and it was it was it was, lo- it was successful too. It was huge. Yeah, but it was huge and it was successful. But now it's like it's it's off the radar. No one remembers it. It, it was it was uh, popular and it was a big deal, and then it quickly became not a big deal. Yeah. Well, you remember? And, and, um, yeah. The old the old laserdisc days. They uh, Roger uh, Jessica Rabbit when near the end of the film they get flung out of the car. If you yeah. had the CAV edition uh, of the laserdisc, that's the one where you oh, could yeah. go super slow mo. You would uh, just you would freeze frame it literally one frame per second, and one of the frames they on the the laser disc the CAV version they drew in genitalia on uh, Jessica I, Rabbit. There's a there's a couple scenes. I remember reading something in Video Watchdog or some, uh, something like that where there's a couple of scenes. There's a few scenes in that film where if you freeze frame it, there's like they 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 hid shit. Yeah, and I because yeah. I have the Blu-ray and I did freeze frame it because you can do that with the Blu-ray one frame per second. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was no genitalia in the Blu-ray rip, so and you can go on. You can actually go online and do an image search, and you can find it. Sure, 
It's if, subtle. If you're, if you're a twisted freak, yeah. I did it already. <laughs> uh, it's subtle. It's not any. It's not super detailed, but it is there. My my favorite part part of watching Who Framed Roger Rabbit was uh, I'm watching. I'm thinking, wow, for for like an Oscar, uh, was it not Oscar nominated? Right. It it was um it was for Mona Lisa. That. Right. Was it a Mona Lisa? He got nominated for. Or am, I, am I incorrect? You're talking about um. Uh, what's his face, uh, Bob, Bob Hoskins? Hoskins? Yeah, it might have been that. He w- yeah, he wasn't nominated for this. It... No, no. Mona Lisa smile. Definitely not. Was Mo- no, Mona Lisa. The name of the film is called Mona Lisa. Just Mona Lisa. Yes. I'll, lo- I'll look it up. I'm ahead of you. I think you're right. He was nominated. Yeah, yeah. But... Nominated best a- best actor for Mona Lisa, 1986. Okay. Now, as he's Do- there Still was a film called Roger. Mona Lisa Smile, wasn't there? I don't know. All I know is that I don't know that. I know and Mona it had Lisa. fucking uh, Mira Sorvino in it. Didn't she right, win an so Oscar for that? For Best Actress? I don't know. All I know is two oh. years after he wins Best Oscar, he's in this great big budget Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And I'm watching it going, this has to be the most humiliating role for an Oscar-nominated actor to be in. And then I remembered... No, 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 no. In five years, he does Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, Mona Lisa Smiles with Julia Roberts. Mia Sorvino, she won Best Actress uh, for... Hey, don't mix up your Mona Lisas. I know, I'm doing it all over the place. But I remember yes. when she won Best Actress for that film. Uh, Paul Sorvino, who is her dad, was crying like a little fucking bitch. It's crazy. Crazy. It's not very supportive. She was in the stuff. Mira Servina was in the stuff, uh, uncredited as factory worker. Now, really? that makes sense okay. because Paul Servino was in the stuff. Oh, so this is the background. Yeah, he obviously got his daughter a bit job. <clears throat> Mighty Aphrodite. That's what she won Best Actress for. Yeah, again, never a huge fan of Pooh Friend Roger Rabbit, but sitting through the whole thing again... There are a couple of fun parts. Yeah, I think Christopher Lloyd, he's worth watching in it. No, you know what? You know what it is? The big stuff, like the big budget sequences, like when they're in the toy, in the cartoon car and when he's in cartoon land, all that stuff that they really went over the top on, all that yeah. shit's boring. And all of a sudden, okay, yeah, they're, they're, they're pulling the stops on this and it's not working. For me, it was the little... The little inter- interactions between him and, the, and Roger Rabbit, and some of the, the small, some of the little dialogue in between scenes, right. uh, just the little moments that were really good, and it was just overshadowed by the fact that they were trying to make this huge, big budget spectacular. Yeah, I mean, it was successful. So, and I'm just I'm oh surprised, sure, I'm surprised they didn't do a sequel to it. I'm not. Why would you? No, do a I, I, to well, it's because it's fucking Zemeckis. I, I think I, I think with this one they realized that it was a quick maybe maybe because of uh, video sales or video after that I mean this is uh, again the fact that no one really raves about it anymore it never comes up uh, there's a reason for that yeah it is kind of forgotten I mean yeah. I mean look at some when, of the... when people bring it up they're like oh yeah that movie but oh yeah they you don't really see it on cable anymore yeah there, there are films that that uh <laughs> <laughs> that's not released on blu-ray by the way 
What isn't? Kung Pao. Not released oh, on Blu-ray. <laughs> I I had to on my uh on my media server I had to actually rip my own DVD. God damn it. <laughs> Who the fuck wants that? And it's not even a great quality DVD either. That's what pisses me off. That's no here nor there. But then where is it? I don't know. Yeah, but there are, there are films like that. Like, remember uh, how big of a deal Throw Mama from the Train was when it came out? Yeah, it was huge. It was. It was it w- they were making a big deal about that. Never referenced again. It's like it's it's gone. No, I saw no, that oh, in a movie theater. Speaking of big budget, like now, now, all right, I'm going to bring this up, and we can't talk about it on the show because it'll. Oh, are we don't hold on. Let me back up a second. Should we finish off with die laughing? Yeah, let's just finish that real quick. <laughs> Because <laughs> you gotta, you gotta give me a movie challenge. Oh shit, that's right. It's my challenge, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh oh. I wasn't gonna remind you because I just assumed you'd remember. Oh uh, yeah, I remembered and I forgot again. I guess I should have uh, reminded you. And anyway, um, anyway. I'll just, I'll just go to Charles Durning film. <laughs> oh God, really? Gonna do this three in a row? <laughs> Can always challenge me to tough guys. I mean, do you have anything else to add about the movie? I mean, no, nah, not really. I mean, I if, just really if, love Robbie Benson in it. <sighs> I, I just, I don't. Uh, I can feel the disgust coming, coming through the. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if I met Robbie Benson, it would be fine. But most of his films are garbage. <laughs> He's just. You know, he's not a bad-looking guy. He obviously took advantage of the whole teen beat thing. It was heartthrob. That's what really kept his career alive and well for as long as it did. Then he started to do a lot of voiceover work uh, for Disney and whatnot. Like, he was the Beast in uh, the 1991 Beauty and the Beast, that which got nominated for Best Picture, and first animated film to ever do that. And then he went on and he did um, uh, the, the fucking the, uh, the animal one. Uh, the Jungle Book. I think he did voiceover for that. So, you know, uh-huh. he's he still has a career, uh, but his films like this, a lot of them, they're... they're oh, Robbie, even well, when, when they're hey, theatrical... Did, am, I, am I wrong? Robbie Benson, didn't he do the voice of uh, the, the Beast and Beauty and the Beast? I just said that. Yeah, that's what I meant. You're not paying attention. I'm listening. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I got, fu- I got you for a change. <laughs> I'm, try- I'm trying to find a fucking... Uh... <laughs> Challenge before you get get to the end here. Leave me alone. <laughs> you could challenge me to tough guys. You can challenge me to a film that Robbie Benson did called White Hot, where no. he takes over a drug dealer's business and becomes a junkie. That's too easy. No, 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 no. All right. Oh, I've got it. You got it. I think okay. I have it, but keep going. Um, I'm gonna double check myself here. A lot of his films, whether they were theatrical or not, just come off as TV movies, and I can't fucking stand. TV yeah, movies, well, especially TV movies in the eighties. That was the time period, though, too. And when you had a certain budget, I mean, a lot of, again, the eighties, they were seventies and eighties. They were cranking movies out, and a lot of movies had the budget of a of a made for TV movie. So it was hard. This is, this is it was true. Hard to avoid that. Yeah. So I mean, you get you get that a lot. You know what's interesting? Um, are we done with die laughing? Uh, we have to finish off with IMDb. Okay, it's currently four point four. Which I think is completely appropriate. I know you're going to fight me five. on it. An easy five. 
That would mean that it's average. I think it is for the 80s. Uh, no. Look, look at that face. Look at that Robbie the, Benson the, the, face. The movie poster has a picture of him and a goddamn guitar. You you gonna give him you gonna give him like less than five stars? Look at that face. I know you're just gonna fight with me on it, and five still doesn't make it good. I would really like a four instead of a five. You know, there's only 177 people that reviewed it, right? <laughs> Not a very popular film. Wow, here's 4.4 out of I, 10 I, from 177 users. I gotta look I gotta at the range on this. I have a film here I would love to challenge you to, but I don't know if we can find it. 36 people gave it or gave it a 10. <laughs> really? God bless yeah. them. God bless those people. Jesus Christ. What? Look at this. It got an 8.8 .8 on four votes, ages 18 to 29 females. Then it got a 6.8 females age 30 to 44. <laughs> that's all Robbie Benson. That's the only reason why that's even scaled that way. Sure. 85 votes from males, 4.4 average. 28 votes from females, 5.3 average. <laughs> Ugh. All right, give it oh, a stop. five. Just go ahead give and it give five. it a five. Give no, no, uh, I'm not there. Give me a Don't you give it more than that. Don't let me find yeah. out you did that. Now, why, why would I do that? Why, why would I like? Because uh, I'm, I can't I, see, I can't see what you're doing. So it means <laughs> if, if, if I say I'm giving it a five, but I actually gave it a ten, you wouldn't be able to notice that. I not mean, that I would ever do such a thing. <laughs> I hope not. Uh. All right, you want to my, challenge, my okay. challenge to you. Now you you don't think we we might be able to get this? Uh well, there's one I want to give you, but I it, we definitely can't get it or I I can't guarantee us getting it, so I'm going to skip that. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, this is pretty obscure. I I yeah. I'm, All I'm right, sure I'll tell you what. Give me you can give me the movie challenge and then you can tell me what you were going to challenge and if we can find it, we'll do it. Okay. Well, what I want to challenge you to is the link is Charles Durning. Of course it is. We have to we have to ride the Charles Durning train of bad movies. Now, without looking at his list, uh -huh. give me a guess. Just off the top of my head? Off the top of your head, Charles off Durning, the... bad movie. <laughs> first, to be honest, the first thing that comes to mind is Tough Guys. And I know it's not it. Not that. It's the first thing that comes to mind. The only other connection off the top of my head that I can remember is the uh, Scarface, the opening, sh the opening of the film, where Tony Montana is being interrogated. The guy behind the desk that's doing all the talking is being voice dubbed by Charles Durning. I don't know why, to this day, why Charles Durning is doing the voiceover uh, to this guy, and I don't know. Maybe that scene, his his the audio is all fucked up, and they couldn't use it. So instead of just getting this guy to dub his own voice, they got Charles Durning. Or maybe they wanted okay. Charles Durning and they couldn't get him. That, that now, Off the top of my head, I can't think of anything else. Okay, now, now I'm, I'm going I'm to tell you right now, saying let's challenge Joey to a Charles Durning bad movie is a hard choice. 
Because there's a lot there. I bet there is. Now, I could have given us... Uh, <clears throat> I could have challenged you. I almost did. To... Where is it? I have it right here. Before Tootsie, oh, he did... Now, I could have done Sharky's Machine. Could have. I forgot he was in Tootsie. What you did re- really? I, he, he was no, I I, I, rem- I remember now, you know, but I I completely forgot he was in that. Damn it! Where's the one I was gonna challenge you to? Give me a second. It was right here. Oh no! Just after Tootsie, two of a kind. Oh, oh. With the best with with um no John Travolta, uh, John Travolta and um, Olivia Newton-John. Olivia Newton-John in that five-year period where she was in everything. That, that film was made just so they can get the two of them back together. That's all it was. Yeah, that's that's the only reason that film was made. Now, I could have given you that, but that's comedy. It's a bit too easy. Okay. Oh, so that's I'm not getting that. Okay, good. You're not getting that. <laughs> all right. Now, there, he's also in two comic book movies, I could, comic strip movies I could have given you. Comic strip. Okay. I could. We, we could have done Dick Tracy, which we should do. We, at some point, we should definitely do that. We should do, but I'm not going to give you that. And could have given you V.I. Uh, Brent, I just fucking ruined it. I could have given you Brenda Starr. <laughs> but you gave me V.I. Warshawski. <laughs> V.I. Warshawski is what, what we're going to do, though. Fuck! <coughs> I ruined that. Kathleen Turner, huh? Now, we did uh, ruin it. V.I. Warshawski, I think, is barely mentioned anymore these days. But oh, it, it was notorious at the time for trying to do the tough female role that was uh when when kathleen turner was transitioning into a man that was the beginning of it well it was they were also <laughs> like they were really desperate to do like strong female leads at that point and vi warshawski failed on every level everyone no, I, meant, I, I meant physically trans transforming into oh. a man have yeah, you well, seen her lately it's a man baby i i i think that's sexist i'm gonna ignore that <laughs> don't ignore it <laughs> But that sure I remember nice just person. how how everybody hated that film when it came out, and it quickly disappeared, and it was never spoken of again. It was a joke for like a couple years, but then people even forgot it for joking. Yeah, it was the original. Uh, uh, oh fuck! The hell's the name of that book series? The uh, Janet Yovanovitch. Yeah, just like her. Yeah, well, it's not like her. It was you know what it, similar you know, to that. That's what it felt like. Personally, I felt it was their way of like taking Gloria and trying to turn it into a cop film. Yeah, because I love Gloria. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Oh, it's on my I heart. Heard, I heard. I heard the remake is atrocious. The one with I Sharon still, Stone. Two remakes. I still can't. We should do that. Oh. Your um. Yeah. Your, the, your yeah, new bit. Right. The the remake re, uh, the original remake uh, thing. We should do Gloria and Gloria. Now the, the the remake of Gloria was done by, um, like a a real, I believe a real big time director, who just failed. I'll look it up now, but uh, failed miserably at it. Like the there original are- 1980 Gloria was done by John Cassavetes, who great actor, even better director. Mm-hmm. And then the one with Sharon Stone was done by Sidney Lumet. That's right. Who, I mean, fucking Sidney Lumet, uh, Sidney Lumet, fucking Sidney Lumet, like Dog Day Afternoon alone, right there, you're done. Yeah. And towards the end of his career, the last film he ever did, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead, 
great fucking movie. Love this that one, film. Philip Seymour Hoffman, just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Among among a cavalcade of other people. You know, so I mean, Serpico. Mm-hmm. You know, just Dog Day Afternoon Network. He did fucking <clears throat> Network. He did. He and did. Equ- he did Equus, and he also did The Wiz. So it's he's not uh, without his his bombs. The Wiz. Did we the do the Wiz? Wiz? We haven't done the Wiz yet. We have to do the Wiz. I love the Wiz. <laughs> the creepy ass re- goddamn movie. I remember seeing that as a kid. Definitely. Yeah. Now Michael um, Jackson. So yeah, what's the, this hard are... to find one? What? The hard to find one. The Wiz. No, 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 no. You said there was a film that you were thinking about challenging me to, but oh, you don't hold think on, we hold on. You got to tr- you got to backtrack. You're, you're passing through three things here, and I can't get can't get what I'm thinking. When okay. you mentioned Gloria, I got to tell you, there are two remakes to this day. I cannot bring myself to watch. Okay. One is the Gloria remake. Okay. And the, the other one? is the In-laws remake. Oh yeah. Cannot bring myself to do it. The remake is so, the one with Michael Douglas. Yes. And and, and uh, Brooks. That's right, Albert Brooks. Yeah. It's I just gotta be bad. I can't. I can't bring myself to do it. Um. Now, the other one was was a film in 1979 called Tilt. Okay. About pin, a pinball champ competition. I don't think I've ever seen that. <clears throat> maybe, I've, maybe I have. I've never seen it. And, and that, that was. Uh, that's that would have that might have been the challenge. If if I thought we could get it, but I really don't think this is is uh, available anywhere. Let me look. It's a, Brooke Shields, it's a Brooke Shields film that's obviously jumping on the whole popularity of the uh, Pinball Wizard. 1979. Oh my god, yeah. look at that movie poster. <clears throat> exactly. Rudy Durand directed it. 4.3 on IMDb. If you can find that, we should review it. Tilt came out in 1979. Yeah. Now... I, and now we were talking about films that disappeared. And no one talks about them anymore. Yeah. And and we were talking about uh, and I mentioned um, the other films that Charles Journey was in, Dick Tracy, Brenda Starr. Mm-hmm. I just recently saw The Lone Ranger, and I can't I can't get into it right now because it'll take us another half hour, forty five minutes of the show. Right. <clears throat> but every review you're reading about that film, they're all assholes. It's not a bad movie. It's everything that it should be. It's a, it's a fantasy western with a lot of action, a lot of comedy. It's a fun movie. It's no darker than Rango was. It's no darker than Pirates of the Caribbean was. It's just. A, it was a. I enjoyed the fuck out of that film. That's my official review. Nice. Now, I saw it in the, the theater. Enjoyed it. What? The no, the thing. Uh, no, I can't find Tilt anywhere. So. Told you. Yeah, that is now, one of those underground you trade, you know, black market, you know, or just underground uh, forums. You'd have to trade that way to get it, um, and the copy would probably be twentieth generation VHS anyway. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, no, the Lone Ranger. I saw a featurette. It was uh, it was the weekend it was coming out, and uh, it was. I think it was like a Friday morning on ABC and it, it was like a whole one hour featurette and they talked about everything 
interview with the actors. A lot of the actors were doing their own stunt work. They were doing a lot of real stunts in this, very little CGI stuff. And yeah. I'm always attracted to that. I always like when they, they go for realism over CGI. Um, the film costs a shitload of money, uh, obviously, because they're spending all this incredible money for all these incredible stunts. And mm-hmm. the um, the guy, I'm looking up his name now. David Whitty? But, no, 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 no. Um, the guy that plays the accountant in... Uh, Drive Angry. He's He's the villain in this. Mm. His name is William uh, Fitchner. He plays Butch Cavendish. And they showed in the featurette just like the makeup work. And they just showed a shot of him. And it was, this isn't a scene in the film. This is just a scene of him in in the makeup. And he just looks at the camera and he just slowly has this sly smile. And it was fucking creepy. And it was awesome all at the same time. Every review I've read that knocks the Lone Ranger, and, and you can not like it, that's fine. They lie. They either lie or they get facts wrong. Stephen Witte got, right. as, as usual, got like five fucking things wrong or embellished or lied about them in his review. Another review I read somewhere else, they just made shit up. So, oh, it doesn't, they don't explain this, this, and this. Yeah, they do. I, watched, I just watched the goddamn film. They, they certainly do. These, this is this film. I, 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 it happens every now and then. These movie critics just to, just to, to uh, it's, it's job security. They know the film's not going to do well. It's a western. I don't know why they made a two hundred million dollar western. Americans don't watch westerns anymore. People don't like them. They're not going to go to see this. No one knows the Lone Ranger anymore. It's not a draw. There's right. no reason to see this film unless you like good movies. And who likes those? <laughs> they knew this film wasn't going to do well. And they purposely bad gave it bad reviews because they knew it wasn't going to do well. That's I, I swear that's it. Because when you read a review and they keep getting shit wrong, you know that they're watching the movie just trying to think of what they're going to knock it for. No, I think you, you nailed it on that one because um, it's much easier to knock a film you know is going to do bad than give it a good review and be the only guy that did. you know, Or very few. It's like, oh, you like that movie? And then you got to defend it to people that yeah. never saw it, and it's just exhausting. So it's it, easier that, for them to just give it a two star or one and a half star review and just say, that, "Ah, forget it." Yeah, and that's why I can't get into it now because it would take me half an hour to go through all the things they're lying about. But mm-hmm. if you're listening to me, the Lone Ranger, it's just fun. And again, it's Gore Verbinski. I I I believe honestly, he this holds up just as well as Pirates of the Caribbean did. The first one, yeah, it's 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 dark. It has a storyline, uh, and <clears throat> my my favorite one is the ones where like like Stephen Witty when they complain about things like oh so the the Indians are like noble savages and then a civil, civilization is just a joke, right? Like, well, yeah, history's kind of proven that asshole. <laughs> what, what, are, are we arguing this shit again? Are we arguing that we didn't wipe out the Indians? I really, really, you want to go there? Uh, no, you're you right. You're right. You can't, in the same breath, whine about Johnny Depp uh, playing an Indian, and he doesn't malign the Indians because he's po- he's a crazy Indian, which is why he talks like that. Right. They explain that in the film. So, in the same breath, they'll say, "Oh, he's he's being he's being uh, insensitive to to uh, American Indians," but at the same time, or Native Americans, whatever you want to call them. But at the same time, they go, 
but what's this thing with with all the the other Indians speaking better English than Johnny Depp and and they're like they're all nobles they're all noble but then like the <laughs> military they just hate the fact when 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 Hollywood keeps bringing up by the way Americans we we pretty much suck <laughs> we're, no we're pretty much a bunch of assholes and that's, yeah that's no, it. yeah that, that's day. it and and the and this is a fantasy why because somebody stood up for the Indians at the end <laughs> yeah I, now. Uh, the thing with the Pirates oh, of the Caribbean. The other one, the other one I, I have to say it. The other one, uh, when he complains, oh, and they dragged up the, the that the old cliche of the robber baron. Yeah, you're right. He did bring up that cliche. You know where that cliche is from history. <laughs> I never hear I never hear anybody bitching about cliches when like to do a Holocaust film. Ah, that's so cliche, killing Jews. Come on. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Fuck these people! And the last twenty minutes of the film is like a great. Uh, you, you know what? I, you know what I'll compare it to? Temple of Doom. Really? I will compare it to Temple of Doom. Now, nice. Now I'm not saying it's the exact same kind of film, but if you look at it, it's a dark kind of movie, right? Right. It's got it's it's uh it's setting up in, in, with uh foreign cultures, Indians sort of day. But the whole point is. It's not exactly a kids' film. That's why they have the PG three. Th- By the way, yeah, everyone's saying, "Oh, it's not a kids' film." No shit. That's why they rate it PG fucking thirteen. Right. If you brought a five year old to the movie, you're a moron. You're dumber <laughs> than your five year old. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just like Temple of Doom. It's dark. It's semi adult subject. There's humorous bits, and the last twenty minutes is nonstop action. That's awesome. If I, you I... like. Honestly, everybody listening, if you liked Temple of Doom, you'll like The Lone Ranger. Ignore the fucking critics. They're whiny bitches who are protecting their jobs by slamming a film that never had a shot in the first place. You know, and it's interesting, too, because uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the original one, Curse of the Black Pearl, uh, that opened up kind of weak for a summer film. You know, it came out in July, around the same time, and it only had a $46 million opening weekend, but good word of mouth, because it wasn't reviewed well either. Um, it went out to make three hundred million, because word of mouth was so good that it's like no 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 don't listen to these guys. This is actually a good film because when it came out it was like oh it's fucking this is a Disney ride they're making a movie out of a Disney ride, and then the film comes out and it's like wait a minute this is actually good. So it didn't open up really well. And then it just it went on, and it did extremely well uh, theatrically. So, mm-hmm. and the Lone Ranger is is not doing that, unfortunately. Uh, it just seems like there, are, like you're right, there are too many people that are bad mouthing it, and they're just like, eh, I'll wait for it to come out on DVD or Blu-ray. But, but again, you can tell because when you read the reviews, they get things wrong. It's sloppy. Yeah, they make shit up. They twist things. Well, your average moviegoer isn't going to see that. They're not going to spot right. that. And, and, and again, one other thing I'm going to point out, like Witty and other people say, oh, well, you know, it's historically inaccurate because they, they play, uh, they put the one band song they play wasn't written for 30 years after that, and it's not historically accurate. That's right. And that's why they have the framing device, device of an elderly Tonto telling it to the kid, because guess what? It's a fucking legend. <laughs> yeah, I, and saw they you, do, I saw you write that. It's It's so true. It's a fucking legend, and... They do things throughout the film to point out this is a story he's telling the kid. We're not watching an actual event in history. This is a tall tale. This is a legend. It's supposed to be larger than life and not possible. 
Yeah. So sure, shut the fuck up. Everyone stretches the truth a little bit, make make the story sound sound a little bit better. Sometimes you don't have to, but I would think most people do just a little bit to make it yeah. sound a little better. Sure. You know, I, I just I just and again I, I think the one thing we always try to he- point out here at Movie Sectastic is that we don't go out of our way to trash films. We we actually there's been films where we were convinced they were gonna suck and they were awesome. Yeah. And we, and we completely we, admit to that. Yeah. And there have been times where there are films we wanted to love to see, and it turned out they were they were bad. But this kind of shit, where like, oh, this is the film to pick on this year, they do it every two or three years, and it it sickens me every time because it's it's just a that's why the whole film critic th- thing is a sham. Anybody that calls themselves a film critic, they're asshole. That's it. We're not we're not film critics. No. Technically, I mean, technically we are, but we're not. We're moviegoers, movie buffs. Yeah. Lovers of cinema. That's right. Now, um, is it wrong of me to think society is doomed when you go see a movie and they show a trailer for Grown Ups 2 and people are belly laughing in the back? That, that, they're making a sequel to that? It's coming out this weekend. Oof. It's going up against Pacific Rim. Oh, oh and I was... if Pacific if Pacific Rim wins the weekend, how much do you want to bet it ain't gonna be by much? Because right, first of all, Grown Ups Two is gonna make a fuckload of money. And Pacific it's Rim's really stupid. Pacific Rim, uh, I, I'm I'm impressed with because not only am I impressed that they, they're releasing this, this major mainstream film that sounds like something you'd buy from a prostitute, but at the same time <laughs> I have to admit I'm amazingly impressed that they have actually been able to take giant robots and make me bored by the mere thought of it. <laughs> Every time I see that trailer, I like start nodding off. It's a, there's nothing to, there's no soul to this. It's just, okay, we did Transformers. Look, let's see if we can do it bigger. I, I could, I could really give a shit. There's like one cool shot in the film and the trailer. I'm not sitting through a whole movie of that just to see one cool shot. Nah, now they I, 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 I want to see it. I do want to see they, it. They also showed a trailer, and I forget the name of the movie. I can't, I, I can't retain information for this. All I have to say is it's, uh, it's uh, from Lost. The character uh, Sawyer from Lost. Oh God, he's in a movie. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> and I think he wishes he was back on the island because oh, no. the the film is about is about uh, these uh, the the hip hop dancing contests. No. <laughs> I'm looking it up. I'm look I'm looking it up. And he has to coach this uh this ragtag group of uh misfit uh boy dancing, boy hip hop dancing team so they can beat the Korean hip hop dancing team and and retain the title for America. Is it called Battle of the Year? I think that's it. <laughs> it is called Battle of the Year. Oh. And, and I, I remember is turning to Holly at the no. movie theater. We went to see Lone Ranger. I was like, "Is this a real thing?" Do they, I think it is. No, they don't actually do this, do they? <laughs> is no. this a real thing? His career cannot be going that bad, where he's got to do a film called Battle of the Year. The beginning of the film is, is like he's uh, the beginning of the trailer is like Sawyer. You know, the, uh, what's the actor's name? I don't know, he's on the jo- couch. His so. name is Josh Holloway. He'll always be Sawyer to me. He's sitting on the couch. He looks like he's like just like woke up after a three day binge, and the guy's like telling, him, "I need you to do this for me." And I'm thinking you're, you're trying to talk him to being in the film. This isn't about the <laughs> coaching thing. 
god. I, and trust it's in me, three it's, it's in three D too. Is it? I didn't even see that. <laughs> all these fucking dance movies are in three D now. And it's all guys too, so you don't even get they oh they they, they insert a hot chick into the uh, boy band. The boy yeah, uh I'm I'm pulling up the trailer right now. Oh, we're, gonna, oh, we're, we're gonna watch this trailer. And then I, we're gonna we're gonna so, end the show. Dude, he's in one of the one of the bit hottest TV shows ever. All he gets in films is he gets shot at the beginning of Mission Impossible Four, and then this. That's it. What what what, what happened to him? <laughs> Damn it! I don't know, but he's in uh, Battle of the Year. <laughs> I, I gotta mention, we I just we got sidetracked. Uh, we were talking about those films in the past where you could take his Here it is. But a great coach can take any team in any sport to the top. <laughs> Came here to make your proposition. This right here is Battle of the Year. We created this sport, but now an American team hasn't won in the last 15 years. Because we suck. I was a basketball coach. These guys are athletes. You can. I was in loss. <laughs> I was a basketball coach. This is like the cutting edge. I used to play hockey. I wasn't in, into fucking ice skating. Practice starts at 6 a.m. 6 a.m.? Come at 6.01. You will be gone. Bitch about my simple rules, you will be gone. Hey, coach. Ask some wise-ass question about you will be gone, you will be gone. We came from all over the country. Breaking is like breathing in double trouble. Oh, this is awful. Like to this. One thing I why, why are you still playing? Stop. <laughs> the man I Because that, that was Dennis Rodman. Oh, no. Some dude trying to look like Dennis Rodman. Yeah, it's not the best. Because, you know, this Korean thing. Dennis Rodman turned the ball down. <laughs> Sawyer picked it up. Coach was right. We're going nowhere if you two don't get together right now. Uh, coach is right. Wow. All I can say is, wow. What what movie did you go to see where they showed this trailer where they thought you were the demographic? The Lone Ranger. What? Yeah. When I went to go see World War Z... They at least Dude. showed. Uh, they at least showed. Listen, I wanted to see Man of Steel. All right, I did. I don't. <laughs> On two two occasions, I had the opportunity to see Man of Steel, but was outvoted both times, and I ended up seeing World War Z, which was actually better than than I could have even imagined. It really was a a, a good film. Trust. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like some of the things they did, and like some of the voiceover. I wasn't crazy about the ending and the voiceover for that. If you take the out of the equation, that it is absolutely nothing like the book. Okay. If well, I'm not, just, I'm not a stickler for that. I just the if you just take that out of it, because some people are giving it negative reviews just based on that. Nah, that's bullshit. You can't. It, you can't stick to the book. Yeah, it's it's actually. Yeah. I actually I liked it, uh, but then I wanted to see Man of Steel. I got talked into that. And then I wanted to see Man of Steel again, and then I got talked into the heat. What? With, with Sandra Bullock and what's-her-face, uh, McCarthy. You you went to see a Sandra Bullock film instead of instead of yeah. uh, Superman. Dude, I'm not getting into it right now on the show. In both of those circumstances, I would have rather seen Superman. And yeah, I don't want to see Superman. Yeah, me too. I think you need to give Superman a chance. I'm going to give it a chance. I just don't want to see it. You know, it's not on my list. The Lone Ranger, I wanted to see, oh. and I was right because it was fun. 
Well, I, just... I well, Lone Ranger is was definitely not on my list before Superman. I will say that. <laughs> I I can see that. I you know what? I again, I'm getting to a point where a lot of this stuff's just starting to bore me now. When I see Man of Steel, oh good, I got to sit through another origin story. I'm done. I, I now, it, the it's... the last trailer that they did, the um, Fate of Your Planet, I thought was fucking just awesome. It's it even cool. had it even had that little Flash Gordon element in the music, where it was like, wah, 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 wah. you know, it just I was like, this is cool, you know. You, you know, you know, you know what's getting to in me, and this is gonna sound kind of old fogey. Mm. They're doing mm. a lot of this stuff now because it's so easy to do. Like yeah. it's so easy now; they can do a um, Superman film where they're showing him like flying and going through shit, and it looks so realistic. Back when the first Superman came out. The big deal was how they made him look like he was flying. Yeah. And it would show like the, 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 the like the massage table he'd lay on and how they put yeah. the cape over it and the green screen is like, Oh, we have to rotoscope this and this and this is how we do it. And it was a huge fucking deal because it was so hard to do. All the stuff they did back then, some of it looks good, some of it doesn't, but it was all so hard to do. Now it's so easy to do, I'm not impressed. It looks cool, but that, that- thrill of I'm watching something that was like incredibly hard to do, and they pulled it off. And there was like all this, all this brain power went into doing this, and so that's why it's so original. I mean, you, it's not there anymore. It's it's, it's I, just I, like I, oh, I think I that believe me, that does sound old and crotchety. Um, but I think you're 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 taking for granted uh, that it still isn't easy. It's, it's not it's, easy to to render CGI and make it look good. You know, it, you know what I mean? It's less people thinking, okay, how do we do this without killing Mike? And more, okay, how do we do this with which program are we using? I know I'm simplifying it, but there's a level of... There's just a level of... There, before they did shit that they shouldn't even be able to do, and they figured out how to do it, now yeah. they know they can do it, and so they're doing whatever they can. Giant robots fighting sea monsters. That's wonderful. If they did it 20 well, years ago, and they were... Yeah. What? Yeah, no, I, just, I was just gonna say that's all CGI. That that is definitely just yeah. a team of animators, you know, with with right. you know race machines, just uh, craze. I should and, say craze machines. Just yeah, animating and, and, and I'm, not, I'm not trivializing. I'm not trying to trivialize it, but there's that element of wonder that's gone because you know it's so easy for them to do now that there there's nothing they could do on screen. I'd be like, wow. I think easy is the wrong word. I, I don't think what they do now is easy. I just think easier. It's, that's easier. Better. I'll, I'll I'll agree with that. That's, that's much better. much much easier. Yeah, I still now, think you you need to have a level of 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 talent to to do and make films yeah. look good like they do these days. I'm not I'm not saying it's not a work okay. of talent, but I'm saying okay. they're All right, just as long as we got guess, that clear. Yeah, again, when they did certain things 20, 30, 40 years ago, where when they did it, it was like holy fuck, I can't believe we pulled that off. Now it's like oh. No, that worked. That's all. It's just me. Yeah. It's just me. Now, the um, one thing I'm, I'm not as, one film, as, as crotchety about that as you, obviously, because I, I just I I, I'm go, I go through phases. You do. Yeah. Uh, the one film I've been trying to mention for the past half hour now, and I'm going to get it out so we can end the show. Yeah. As we were talking about, uh, we're talking about big budget films that that uh, get panned and disappear. We were talking about films that were a big deal at the time, and then they disappear, and no one remembers them. Mm-hmm. I got to bring it up again, and we have to review it on the show at some point. The Rocketeer. I just got into a conversation uh, about that uh, with with really? Bujna. 
when we w- were forced to go see the heat because <laughs> uh, when we were walking through uh, the hallway to go sit down, they had a Rocketeer poster and they had a big, they have a whole, they have a whole bunch of posters and the Rocketeer was one of them. And uh, Bougian is like, I never saw that. I was like, really? You never saw that? The movie's like 22 years old at this point. So, uh, it's just interesting you bring that up. Yeah, we should definitely review it. Absolutely, because that's a that's one that was a huge. I mean, that's one of those ones that that the, you know the toy line came out, the comic book line came out. They were yeah. merchandising it out the ass. It was they the were, big were, summer release. They were and, they were hoping for a lot on that film. And that's one too. Where like a lot of the special effects, they were trying to do things. Uh, and I caught I think fifteen minutes of it a year ago. Yeah, and it's fucking god awful yeah i mean just the level of acting where it's it's like nobody gives a shit it's like well, like they're i was like oh it's from the 50s so it's supposed to look bad no 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 yeah no they, they, they were just trying to to garner the success of of films like you know batman you know which came out two years prior and uh, mm-hmm. they, they were trying to but, go because the rocketeer was uh yeah it was a comic book or was it a, a serial Serial, serial, serial. Okay, so yeah. they were trying to garner the success of of films like Batman. Um, Dick Tracy. The, fo- the yeah. following year was Dick Tracy, uh, and then 1991. The following year after that was The Rocketeer. So they were definitely trying to hone in on on, on the money with that, and they well, they it, failed miserably. It really shows in the writing. I mean, just that, again, I have to go. I have to revisit the whole film, but that 15 minutes, it really shows in the writing because you can tell what happened was they said, okay. We're doing a Rocketeer. We got the merchandising. We got this set up. We got the rights. This is gonna be a big film. Just throw a script together. Yeah. And and rehash it, it fifteen or twenty times. Yeah. And the script is the least of the worries. The special effects. Who we're getting to star in it. What we're filming. That's great. The script is like whatever. Just get it down. And you it, it you can tell. You can tell. It's just this yep. really really just a fifty. It's it's like the shadow. I, I, oh, I gotta put it on the level with the shadow. Yeah. Alec is there Baldwin. a, a has has there ever been a, a serial turn into a, a major film that didn't suck balls? Or from that time period, Dick Tracy blew, uh, The Shadow blew. Well, here's uh, the thing: Rocketeer Dick Tracy blew. blew, but it was successful. It still blew. It's still it a did, bad it movie. did blow. Now, okay. you know what? As far as a film that wasn't successful, but in my opinion, didn't blow, yeah. I would have to go with the 1980 version of Flash Gordon. Okay, thank you. That's the only. That's the one. only thing. The only one I can think of. Only one I can think of. Yeah. Flying blind on a rocket cycle. <laughs> where are you, Flash? Where are you? I'm flying by on a rocket cycle. <laughs> are you now? Uh. I, I, I fe- one of our listeners has found a site where you can buy the movie Tilt for ten dollars. Oh. I don't know if I want to buy it. I wonder if you can uh, you get that on YouTube or Amazon for like two bucks to watch. You, you, YouTube. Somebody had it posted, but it's been taken down. Oh, so they were they were streaming it illegally then. Well, no, they just put it on. No, they just put it, it's not streaming. It's YouTube. They just put it on YouTube. Oh, they put the, fil- the full move. Is this like a Warner Brothers film? Because they will take shit. They, if Warner Brothers had a two-hour film that was literally a steaming pile of shit, literally, they would take it down can't i'm not sure i don't think it's a warner brothers film i'm checking but i, I just wanted to get the uh the rocketeer in there yeah we're, we're done 
and I can't go any, I can't go into more detail about the Lone Ranger. But if you like Temple of Doom, see the fucking Lone Ranger, and, and stop listening to these whiny bitches that are trying to destroy Definitely. a decent film. I, dude, I had fun. And That's what great. you know what I went there for? I went to see the Lone Ranger to have fun. <laughs> is 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 it a, is it a is it like a hundred percent original? Is it a great movie? No, it was fucking fun. And that's all that matters. And, you know what? Sometimes that's all that matters. As that's much right. as we make, as much as we shit on films, like like Die Laughing, yeah, it's a bad movie. You know what? I still have fun watching it. Uh, <laughs> Not saying it's a good film, and I probably just destroyed my whole point. But just the Lone Ranger is not a bad movie. It's just what you'd expect. I. They probably spent too much money on it, but that's what they do with all films these days. Every film's a fucking epic, so. It says here that Tilt is also known as Bonita. Really? I haven't seen anything that says that. Fucking, but it's on their IMDb page. Bonita. Okay. And I can't see, even on the movie poster, usually they have the production company. I, it's, the lettering is way too small. Way too Uh... small. Uh... Yeah, it's um. Ah, uh, you know, you know where they might have it. It's under the full. Yeah, I'm looking. They might, they might have it on the Wikipedia. Usually, it's under full cast and crew. It's not listed there either. No. It's seventy nine. It might even be an independent film. Um, if they're trying to cash in on pinball, you know, like pinball wizard and all that, yeah, but but I, they don't I, have I, the I actual, be- but they don't have the rights to pinball wizard. That's why it's not called pinball wizard. There's another film that came out called Tilt in 2011. It's a Bulgarian movie. Hmm. Ah, here it is. Tilt, 1979 movie. Let's see. Cinematography. Warner Brothers. It is Warner Brothers. Yeah, that's why it was taken down off of YouTube. Yeah, they're they're pretty touchy about that stuff. They really are. When we yeah. did our bad movie day, um, and we had, I made a montage of all the films, all the nominees, and it was about twenty minutes long. And uh, two of the films were from Warner Brothers. That was enough mm-hmm. to flag it, and I couldn't even post it on YouTube. And it was just a yeah. simple montage. You know, you know what? If you want to spend that much time and effort preventing people from posting your your like obscure films from 1970s that no one wants to see in the first place, mm-hmm. that's fine. That's your right. You own the copyright, etc. Do me a fucking favor. Release it on video then. Exactly. If you're gonna take the time to protect the shit, take the time to release the shit. So you so there's a reason you're protecting it. You're what not kills this, me. this film is this film is not available anywhere. Right, and but they're gonna take the time to get it taken off of YouTube. J- just release it on DVD. Just just do one fucking run, so it's out there. What, what, yeah. what the fuck? Uh, you know what kills me about the montage that I made? All the videos that I grabbed, I grabbed from YouTube, and I made the montage with them. I just well, cut, I cut them myself. So it's not like I grabbed my DVD of the film and ripped the scene myself, and th- I didn't do any of that. Right. All of the, it's just uh, it's just it's just so aggravating. That's why yeah. a lot of our, our our episodes are not on YouTube right now because every time I upload one, we get flagged, and it takes a month for them to to look at everything and say, oh, "Okay, this is fine." It, it's just it's so exhausting. We just got to figure out a way to post them on our own site for download. Well, we for can. Streaming. It's not hard to do. Um, 
Do we have, do we have like the, the space to store them? We have unlimited space. The only problem is if the server crashes where we store them, we have 28 gig of storage space that we can we can put files on. Okay. Yeah, or I should say 20, 28 gig can hold be backed up. Stop, stop, stop. I, I, I'm going to stop this conversation because I'm pretty sure at this point everybody's just already turned it off. Yeah. I should be asking I should be asking you that question after the show. For the most part, let's just say uh, die, die, die laughing, excellent film. You can't see it, though, because it's not available anywhere. Sorry. That's right. Yeah. Uh, just... Uh, but uh, this is episode 115 of Movie Sucktastic. Churning them out like butter. Um, you can go visit our uh, our website at moviesucktastic.com, who uh, is... I'm being told on a daily basis by GoDaddy that I need to renew the, the web URL or else there will be no moviesucktastic.com. Yeah, that would be an idea. Well, you know what? It it's, doesn't need to be renewed for two months, yet I get an email every day saying, renew now, renew now. Like, how about you let me know a couple of weeks ahead of time? Anyway, you can go there and you can listen to all of our episodes and you can download them. You can go to iTunes. And you can download and/or listen to them to uh, listen to them there as well. And you can leave us reviews. You can email us at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. If you send us something, we'll read it. You can also leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can go to the website and you can fill out a form and you can suggest bad movies to review to us. You can. You can also, uh, you know, do a Facebook cinematic page. confession, which we haven't done in a long time. Oh, yeah, we take, haven't. Take that any way you want. Um, but, yeah, no, you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash moviesucktastic. Everything we do, we post there as well as the website. And um, Tumblr. And we have a Tumblr, Tumblr. now, which Movie, is... It, doing gangbusters, and it's moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. Yeah, we highly recommend you go there. Um, we uh, we're doing real well there, and, and and we like it a lot. So we think you should go visit it. Yeah, we're, and get some original material up there too. So please take a look, share it, pass it on. Yeah, definitely. All right, uh, everybody. Any wisdom from you? I know what you're gonna say, so go ahead and say it. Doing, 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 doing. <laughs> wow, it took you a long time. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody. Like, what does he mean? Is that? Oh wait, doing, 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 doing. <laughs> We'll talk to you next week. Doing, doing.